Welcome to RN.FM, Nursing Unleashed, where every Monday night, nurse bloggers Kevin Ross, Keith Carlson, and Anna Morrison bring you ultra-informative interviews with the top thought leaders in nursing, healthcare, and entrepreneurship. Join us every week for the latest strategies for nursing success from top nursing consultants, business owners, coaches, authors, speakers, and bloggers. It's never been easier to learn how to succeed as a nurse. Welcome to an eye-opening experience you won't find anywhere else. Anywhere else. Anywhere else. Good evening and welcome to RNSM Radio. We are so thrilled that you could join us tonight. We have an extremely exciting and special show for you this evening. And uh, it's been a heck of a week. We thank you so very much for all of you who have reached out to us uh, over the airways, the blogosphere, social media this week. Um, there's been a lot going on, and we're very excited to have you here tonight. just want to welcome my co-host, Kevin, and my other co-host, Keith. Thank you, Anna. And, uh, yes, I would like to welcome you as well, and Keith. And uh, thanks to all of you uh, tweeters and chatters and bloggers and Facebookers out there. Um, that have uh, found your way to the show. And I also do want to uh, put a shout-out there to Andrew Lopez with Nurse Friendly. I think he's going to be helping us out in our tweet chat. So if you, you can actually go to tweetchat.com forward slash RNFM radio. So that would be hashtag RNFM radio in Twitter. That's right. And um, we're going to be... We're going to be chatting on Twitter. We'll be chatting on our chat room um, here in the studio. And your calls will be welcome. We'll let you know when you can call in. And I just wanted to give a shout-out as well. This is Keith, by the way, to Laurel Lewis, our hospice nurse and the host of Death and Dying Dinner Parties who was on last week. We got some wonderful feedback about last week's show and the topic of death and dying and her very special dinner party she's having out in the L.A. area. And we hope to bring you more information about her as her business gets underway. And thank you to everyone who called in last week. It was really a great show. And we we are very happy to have our guest tonight, um, the yoga nurse who Anna will introduce in just a few seconds. So, Anna. Yes. Okay, so guys, we have a long, luscious, luxurious introduction for Annette tonight because she is such a fascinating woman, a fascinating human being and nurse, and uh, she deserves it. So here we go. Annette Tercini, she is known as the yoga nurse. She's a former Hollywood actor and cover girl turned nurse, healer, and healthcare rebel with a cause. A practical mystic, number one best-selling author, speaker, teacher, and seminar leader. Annette is the founder of Yoga Nursing, a new lifestyle brand and trend in healthcare, nursing, and yoga. A successful entrepreneur, Annette is, quote, expanding consciousness in healthcare and is saving and transforming lives physically, financially, and spiritually. A frequent guest of the media, she's appeared on ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox News affiliates, giving sacred service with her sacred remedy to relieve stress, anxiety, pain, and suffering. Annette is beloved by thousands of students and patients who have realized life-changing benefits through her wisdom, compassion, and caring. This past Christmas Day, Annette released her new book, The Richest Woman in Babylon and Manhattan. It was a Kindle edition on Amazon, and she swiftly hit the number one spot in several categories. It's a clever and entertaining adaptation of George S. Clayson's classic 1920s book, now in the public domain, much like Napoleon's, Napoleon Hill's books, and others are. 
and I applaud her for following her inspiration to do this updated book aimed to appeal to the mindset of the modern woman. Written in captivating parables, each one a jewel, this timeless tale weaves a path that begins in Manhattan and ends with the wisdom of the richest woman in Babylon. The book is intended to fatten the purses and illuminate the souls of countless women the world over with its simple, proven truths. Annette, we are so grateful to have you with us tonight. Thank you so much for being with us. Oh, my gosh. I am so excited to be with the dynamic trio. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Mm -hmm. So, Annette... Tell us a little bit about yourself, your clinical experience, and your journey, how you became a nurse entrepreneur. Oh, my goodness, my goodness. Well, I think I need to tell our listeners that, first of all, you know, I'm going to own it, and I'm going to own that I'm 60 years young. (laughs) Nice. So, you know, at the age of 60, I am more prolific and creative than I've ever been in my life. All right. And I'm probably one of the oldest people on this call. Maybe a few might be a little bit older than me, but I'm probably the mama nurse here uh, for the most part. But uh, the fact of the matter is that becoming an RN was the smartest thing that I ever did in my life. And I came into nursing late in life. I was 48 years young when I went for my nursing degree. I was already a yoga teacher. I was into yoga. I'd left my twirling with Hollywood behind. But everything that we do in life serves. So all of that time in the limelight and acting and speaking and so on, it all helped to form my present dharma. Dharma is yoga speak for purpose in life. You know, you all have a purpose in life and uh, bottom line is that my dharma was to leave Hollywood behind and uh, take on a life of service I never dreamed in a million years that I would be a nurse but destiny had a different idea for me so uh, that's the starting point right Beautiful. Well, tell me a little bit about what ignited that spark in you. You know, once you did become a nurse and and you you were on the floors and you were doing uh, nursing actively, what sort of ignited that spark in you to say, hey, you know, I I am a yoga teacher, I was a yoga teacher, I have this love of yoga, I'd like to combine the two. Great question, dear Anna. (laughs) <laughs> the truth is is that the spark came way before I actually walked on the floors. I took a training in the mid-90s with Dr. Deepak Chopra, well-known um, international best-selling author, and one of his colleagues. And I took a training with him in Ayurveda, which is the sister science of yoga. I was a yoga teacher at the time. I was not a nurse. And I take this training in La Jolla, California. And who's in the training? Nurses and doctors. Wow. Yeah. So those nurses and doctors were taking a training with the holistic MD. This was in the mid-'90s. Nobody had even heard of Ayurveda at the time. Like I said, Ayurveda is the medical branch of yoga. Right. 
So DPAC was bringing it to the docs and the nurses, and there were a few of us there who did not have medical backgrounds like myself, but we had a yoga background. Therefore, I was able to take the training. And right. when I was at the training and I looked around the room and I saw all these doctors and these nurses and I was talking to these nurses, and I'm thinking these nurses are like the greatest people on the planet, and it hit me. And I thought to myself, my goddess, if I could be a nurse and combine nursing with the credibility and the medical knowledge of nursing, the nursing expertise, and nurses are experts in a thousand and one areas. Amen. Marry that, amen, <laughs> yoga. So take the ancient holistic wisdom and marry it to the modern nursing science and methodology and put it together and offer really a new landmark training in healthcare, in nursing, and in yoga. And it just came to me. And within two years, I entered nursing school. I saw the yoga nurse. I saw yoga nursing. It came to me like a lightning bolt, just like my book, The Richest Woman in Babylon. It was a moment of inspiration. So I had the vision before I walked the walk, meaning actually going on the floors and living the life of a nurse. However, when I saw the vision of yoga and nursing, ergo yoga nursing, I never saw myself as becoming a traditional nurse. Mm. Right. Well, and I, I always I saw the entrepreneur. I always saw the entrepreneur. And I knew mm. that having the RN would give me the credentials and the chops to reach many more people. And my target market was nurses. I wanted to Mm. help the nurses. Well, Annette, this is Keith. It's very interesting to hear what you're saying because I was a yoga teacher and a massage therapist back in the late 80s and early 90s. And at that time, I had several nurses in my family. They were older aunts. And something sparked in me at a certain point during the 90s that it was time to go to nursing school and try to reach more people with mm-hmm. the way that I was thinking beyond beyond the yoga studio and beyond the massage table. And I just want to applaud you for the prescience that you had to really see how you could take these different ideas and actually mold them together into something really important and really groundbreaking. And what I'm curious about is how you took that plan and moved ahead and created the project that you, you know, that became where you are now. You know, where where did you go first? What was the first thing you, you decided to do? Mm-hmm. Well, the first thing that I decided to do was that I had to be a nurse. I mm-hmm. had to earn my nursing stripes. I needed to learn from colleagues that have been lifers in nursing and really get inside the world of nursing before I could break out and 
uh, do the yoga nursing dream. Mm. So essentially, mm-hmm. I got a job. You know, I got my first job was in North Carolina. God bless North Carolina. I went to Duke in North Carolina, and I was interested in cardiac nursing. And that's because I was, you know, as a yogini, which is the female aspect of, of a yoga practitioner, I was very much about the heart. You know, I always felt that if I couldn't inspire my students on the level of their hearts and their souls, there would be no transformation. Mm -hmm. So it's always about Mm -hmm. the heart. So I wanted to go into cardiac nursing. So I did a brief gig at Duke. And then Destiny ended up bringing me to the coast of North Carolina to a little itty-bitty hospital here on the south outer banks of North Carolina, which is paradise, y'all. And, uh, yeah, 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 it's a big y'all, you know, territory here. And uh, I started working in the cardiac unit here. Um, But the fact of the matter is, is I negotiated with the nursing people that were hiring. You know, I had a lot of, excuse me, Cojones, let me uh, put it that way. Because I'd always been an entrepreneur. I had no idea what it was like, really, in nursing, up close and personal. So when I interviewed for the job down here, I said, look, you know, essentially, I'm a teacher. I'm an educator. I will work as a nurse for you in the cardiac unit, but I want you to consider for your HR and your human resource area of where you're offering services, listen in, nurse entrepreneurs. (laughs) Where you're offering service in HR, which human resource is what they're giving for education for nurses and for their staff in the hospital, stress Uh management and back safety is big-time important. It's an OSHA requirement. So instead of using the yoga word, because a lot of people aren't comfortable with yoga, it's an education, I positioned myself as a stress management expert and as a back safety expert, which in fact, that's what a yoga teacher is. They are experts in stress management and back safety. And so essentially I negotiated and said, look, I'll take the gig on the floor doing nights, which I didn't want to do as a yoga teacher, did not want to work nights, but I said, okay. I said, I'll say okay if you consider letting me teach a stress management session and back safety session based in yoga to your employees within 90 days. And so the manager there, who was into yoga, God bless, you know, destiny. My manager um, who was going to hire me, and there were two others interviewing me. My manager was into yoga, so that was destiny, said, look, you know, we want to say yes to you, and we want to say that we believe we can make this happen. So long story short, within 90 days, I had my first class teaching the employees at my local hospital stress management, and back safety, and it was called Gentle Yoga for Stress Management and Back Safety. So, you know, that was the first step. 
there's many other steps. You know, I don't know right. how long we have for this show. That would that we got two hours, honey. <laughs> no, keep going. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. Yeah. You know, that was the first step, and I'm trying to also plant the seeds here how other nurses <coughs> who may be interested in what I'm doing, it's not for everybody, but if you're interested in stress management and you're interested in back safety, then the right. yoga nursing trainings that I'm giving are teaching other nurses how they can position themselves at their hospital or their agency, or their yeah. organization, or community, or public health, et cetera, et cetera, as a stress that, management. Right. I mean, that's what I'm hearing. I'm I'm hearing that you use two very specific strategies that um, I picked up on immediately, and those strategies are positioning. I mean, you walked in the front door saying, I'm an expert in X, Y, Z, uh, and so you immediately, from the from the get-go, positioned, and then, you know, once you'd established yourself as an expert, you then negotiated. And you said, hey, I'll, you know, I'll do this if you'll give me that. And, and, right. I, and I thought that those two, those two strategies are brilliant. And I think people can either use those as they walk into a, a, new, a new place or if they go out and get some new education and come back to where they are and come back to their nurse managers and say, hey, I've gone out and I've gotten this uh, certification or I've gotten this uh, knowledge. Uh, I am now qualified to do X, Y, and Z. And then use that qualification as a negotiating tool for whatever uh -huh. it is you want. You wanted a class, for example. Um, for whatever it is they want, they can use that. I mean, this is this is what we call being an intrapreneur, right? You're not, an, uh, you're not yet out on your own, but you are within the, the uh, establishment that you are currently working in, you are an intrapreneur, and you, you can immediately begin gaining valuable experience, respect, um, and added benefit um, as you do that. Mm -hmm. but, That's excellent, Anna. I love that. I love that. That's perfect. And I think Kevin has a question from the chat room. Do you, Kevin? I do. Um, Alicia Lowe actually has a question for you, uh, Annette. So... Um, you know, it seems like you, you can really add some great value to a, a health organization or a healthcare organization. Um, how do you partner with these hospitals and these healthcare facilities? How do you approach them and, and sort of uh, facilitate that and set that up with them? Good okay. question. If that's Alicia's question, and that's a great question. Well, yes. the fact of the matter is, is if you're already a nurse, you're already an expert in 101 areas. Yes. However, if you want to break away from quote-unquote traditional nursing or bedside nursing or clinical nursing and you want to be more of a nurse educator without having to go through the traditional nurse educator education. You've got right. to have some kind of expertise to offer. So presuming if you already have expertise as a stress management expert, and back safety because you have, for example, expertise in yoga. You go to mm -hmm. HR. You have to start with human resources. And okay. you go to literally the VP of HR. Where does the buck stop? Who makes the decision? And you go there and you get there armed with, you know, a radio station, WIIFM. That's another station called What's In It For Me. 
Because that's what the VP is going to ask you. What's in it for me? What's in it for the hospital? What's in it for the employees? So you've got to go in there loaded with all of the value and the benefits, Alicia, that your program can offer to that hospital, that organization, um, that community, that um, government organization, um, that hospice, that uh, VA. You know, I go and I do talks and teaching at the Veterans Associations. Now I'm spreading, you know, the yoga nursing a legacy, so to speak, far and wide. But you've got to show them what you can offer them for value. Alicia, if you go to my website and you pop around my website and you look at yoga nursing trainings and speaking and so on, it's loaded there with why and how it can make a difference for employees because that's what they want to know. How can it help us with the bottom line? How is it going to make employees happier? How is it going to help with employee morale? How is it going to help to decrease back injuries that cost the hospital a fortune? So there's, you know, tons of information on my website that you can take it and use to build your case. That's a starting point. You've got to start, for example, with HR in any organization. Is that helpful, Alicia? Very. Uh, I think it is very helpful. And actually, Annette, I did. It, it's great that she she uh, asked that question because I wanted to uh, also. What do you find yourself not just in healthcare organizations, but more of uh, just the business world, the corporate world, uh, approaching human resources? Um, and because you know, when you kind of talk about the bottom line there. I do corporate wellness, and I'm 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 kind of diving into that as well in my other company. And it's about sort of approaching them and saying, okay, listen, what goal do you have? What financial goal do you have? Um, you know, for the next year or for the next two years? And I'm going to basically help you get there uh, by helping your employees, you know, be healthier uh, and and more engaged and decrease absenteeism. Do you find yourself in more of those corporate environments uh, outside of healthcare? I'm focusing on healthcare. Just healthcare, okay, okay. Personally, there's enough business in healthcare, and healthcare is the right business. Now, I don't work exclusively with healthcare. For example, I have government uh, contracts locally in my community. So I go into local city and government organizations and do stress management and back safety in various corporate environments. You know, we have. Um, a dock here with a major port. So a lot of these guys and gals that work down on the docks, they are at risk for injury, back injury, Mm -hmm. and they are terribly stressed out. Now, stress is our number one cause of disease. You treat the stress, then you're treating the whole cascade of disease process, whether it's corporate or it's not corporate. Um, But to answer your question, yes, I branch out from the medical world, but what I'm doing now is I'm focusing. Instead of trying to spread myself too thin, now I'm really focusing on the medical world, nursing organizations. My focus is helping nurses with their own self-care because talk about a deficit. Yeah, major self-care deficit. You said it. 
And, you know, I found when I walked the walk and I worked beside the nurses and got inside mm-hmm. the world of nursing, how right. sick, sick at heart and sick in the body and sick in the soul that my sisters and brothers were. And mm-hmm. I had never experienced that. I lived a very privileged life. Mm-hmm. Coming into nursing for me was a huge, huge awakening after my Hollywood life. Right. So it was, for me, a a mission and a vision that came so clearly to me when I saw all of these nurses suffering. But the fact of the matter is they weren't just suffering at my hospital. My, you know, yoga nurse diagnosis is that self-care deficit is a systemic problem with nurses internationally. I hear from nurses all over the world about how, quote-unquote, this job is killing me. I wrote about it. Tell us a little bit about that. Or go ahead, uh, Keith. I'm not sure if you had a question. Yeah, I was just going to ask Annette to build on that. So what advice do you give nurses who really want to stay by the bedside, but they want to improve their experience and they want to prevent from burning out and they want to reverse that self-care deficit that they're suffering from? What do you say? Well, not only do I say, I go in there and I give them a remedy because now I'm hired, (laughs) excuse me, to do regular stress management programs at my local hospital and other Mm -hmm. organizations, and I'm traveling to teach nurses these programs. They learn how to do it for themselves, number one, heal or heal thyself. Mm -hmm. And then, if they're interested, they can carry it into their patient care or into their home life. So what Mm -hmm. I teach the nurses in these stress management programs is what I call my yoga nursing prescription. I call it a sacred remedy. And that remedy includes four parts. Number one, sacred breath. Number two, sacred movement. Mm -hmm. Number three, sacred rest. And number four, sacred nourishment. Mm. So what does that mean? Sacred breath is very simple. It's learning how to breathe diaphragmatically if we speak in yoga speak. Look, the bottom line is this for nurses. Nurses don't have any time. They don't even have time to advocate for themselves. Mm. That's why we're often in this position that we're in because their self-care deficit is so heavy. They don't have the energy to speak their truth, to speak to management to write to the board, to advocate for better nurse-patient ratios, etc. I wanted to come up with something that I could give to nurses that they could do, like everybody can breathe. You know, right. Everybody likes to take a deep breath. So number one, you're going to learn how to breathe. Number two, sacred movement. Well, everybody loves a good stretch, yes? So I'm going to teach you how to do easy stretches that you can do on the job. Nice. Three, sacred rest. Well, everybody loves a great nap and a good sleep, but mostly nurses are sleep-deprived, especially if they're working nights. Mm -hmm. So I'm teaching them 
classic, and Keith, you know this. I'm teaching the Shavasana. I'm teaching them Yoga Nidra. I call it sacred rest. I'm teaching mm. them how to take short breaks to restore and rejuvenate the nervous system and increase the immune system and revitalize your soul and bring back your heart. So the bottom line, again, is, can I do it? Does it work? And is it easy? And my answer is yes. That's the formula. The fourth part, sacred nourishment, is about diet. It's about food. You know, and that's a separate training. But that's what I teach, and that's what I share. Beautiful. Beautiful. That's beautiful, Annette. And what you're bringing to nurses is you're bringing this notion of self-care that I feel is almost completely ignored in nursing school. They don't talk about self-care in nursing school. Mm. They might say, well, well, try to take a lunch if you can and try to avoid a UTI by going to the bathroom once or twice during a shift. I mean, that's about all you get. There's self-care in nursing school. So I was wondering, have you ever thought of breaking into nursing education and bringing this to nursing students before they hit the floor? Oh, bless your heart, darling. Yes. And I've been invited (laughs) often. And I go to my yoga, uh, my yoga, my local uh, nursing college, and I'm invited in as a guest speaker. But here's the mission and the vision for yoga nursing. Mm. The mission and the vision for yoga nursing, and it's happening, is that I see a day where yoga nursing will be an elective in continuing education, And in the regular nursing curriculum in every college in the United States. In fact, you know, I get I'm getting um, invitations today. I got a letter from a nurse in Australia. Isn't that great? Bring yoga nursing to Australia. You know, that's just one example. So. I see this as a program. It ha- yes, it's good before, but, you know, before is one thing. Nursing college is one thing. Then nursing is another thing. Entirely, mm-hmm. yeah. To be honest, another I have thing. to chime in here to say that um, I would rather have uh, that be a uh, mandated class rather than the nursing theory. All due respect to all the uh, theory lovers out there, but I would rather have taken that. To be honest, I think that would have the academy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, absolutely. I I love that that's the vision, Annette, because you know, as we all know, those first uh, three to six months, you know, when you're a, when you're a new nurse, almost do you in. I mean, they almost do you in, and have being armed with, uh, you know, the the knowledge of yoga nursing and, and knowing sort of how to stop and do those those four, uh, you know, that that that. Uh, recipe, I guess, for success, you know, that would be something that would really arm new nurses, I think, and and give them both comfort and confidence. Mm -hmm. Give them comfort and confidence, but also give them options on being a nurse entrepreneur and how they might want to take this and position themselves as an expert in this area, as, as a real holistic style nurse, should it be of interest to them? You know, one of the things that I've been advocating for for years now is for nursing leadership and nursing education to acknowledge self-care and give nurses 
some freaking credits for self-care programs. And guess what, folks? It's happening. Yoga nursing is now accredited by all of the major national nursing associations. When I first applied to get credits so that when nurses take my training, the win-win is they get the credits. If you want to keep your nursing degree, you all know that you have to keep taking those programs. And right. many times those programs, excuse me, are so boring. You yeah. could offer something that's an alternative, that's right. uplifting, that transforms you. Plus, you can take it and apply it with measurable results. You know, nursing's all about measuring, and let me tell you, you can measure all this stuff big time. You can oh, take it into the patient care arena. And yeah. finally, as I'm trying to wrap up here on this point, is that nurse leadership is finally acknowledging that self-care is okay because when I first applied, all they wanted to hear was what yoga nursing was going to do for the patients. Right, right. So the fact is, is yoga nursing changes and saves lives. There is tons of clinical data about how yoga has impacted patient care in every area of patient care. <laughs> Excuse me, and now yoga nursing as well. But my focus is, you know, look, let's take care of the nurses so that they can give better care to their patients. So the vision oh, is think- that yoga nursing treats the nurse and the patient because, let's face it, Nurses are patients, too. I mean, we can't we ignore that piece of the puzzle. If we, I mean, we ignore it at our peril. You know, if we just, you know, if businesses want to be short-sighted and burn through all the available nurses, well, then there's no wonder there's nursing shortage. You know, I mean, um, to mm-hmm. to be long, long-term about the business, uh, you really have to invest in your people. Um, they're your greatest asset. And so investing in nurses by by offering something like this to them is truly investing in their patients as well. Um, I mean, we all know happy nurses and happy patients. Go ahead. No, 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 I was going to say, but we are still terrible patients. (laughs) I think we were actually talking about that the other... Yeah, we are terrible terrible patients. But yes, we don't put ourselves first because ultimately, if if we can't take care of ourselves, if we're not looking out for ourselves, for each other's, or each other as colleagues, then how can we care for our patients? I mean, that just kind of keeps going across the board, but, um, you know, just my two cents there. Right, and just to chime in on that a little bit, it's just to say, how do we change the culture? There's such a pervasive culture that frowns upon self-care, that, that frowns upon this sort of self-focus in healthcare. We're supposed to be so focused on the patient and not really take care of ourselves. So how do we break in there? I mean, Annette, you're doing it now. You're going into healthcare organizations, and what you're doing is showing them that it affects their bottom line, that their nurses are more effective, and that their nurses can really bring the care home because they're taking care of themselves and they can be more effective on the floor and at the bedside. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's an idea not just my idea, anybody that's breaking ground, 
You know, that's why the ground has to be broken. You know, it's an old paradigm. This old nursing mentality has got to change. For me, because I didn't have a clue about nursing. I came from a different world. I have the balls, excuse me, to stand up to nursing leadership and to the CEOs of the hospital. I didn't power. Right. We need more nurses like you, Annette. (laughs) Yes, but not everybody's like me. And my work and my heart is to help the nurses that are not going to necessarily going to become nurse entrepreneurs. They're going to stay in their service. They've been there. I worked with nurses that, you know, I mean, seriously, get down and bow for 30 and 40 years on the floor. Mm. Yeah. In, In devotion. And all of them with multiple disease process. There were very few nurses that I worked with who were there in the 30 and 40 years that didn't have a lot of so-called disease process, heart disease, diabetes. You know, all of the big three, big four that are affecting Americans, well, nurses are Americans, so what are affecting our patients are also affecting nurses. So, you know, I want to help the nurses that aren't going to get off the floor. And then I'm also helping the nurses that do want to get off the floor, that see that there's an expertise like you are doing, Anna, and Keith, Mm -hmm. and Kevin Mm -hmm. with your nurse coaching and the other nurse entrepreneurs to help nurses to recognize their expertise and how they can segue you know, and bring their gifts out into the world, be honored for them, not get Mm -hmm. burnt out, and get paid really well. You know, the reason why I left traditional nursing is because I could not make a difference there. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's powerful. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't. I understand that feeling. Yeah. You sure do, Anna. I know. You know, speaking of nurse entrepreneurs, um, I think something you said just resonated with me really powerfully. It is, first of all, recognizing the multitudes of expertise that we have. You know, really just recognizing, hey, as nurses, we are experts. Um, I've, I've so frequently run across this question from nurses. Yeah, I'm just a nurse. Like, what do I know? You know? Wow. Oh, my God, are you kidding? You know so much. Oh, my God. Um, and so it's that recognition of expertise, first of all, And then really what I would ask to you is say, what pieces of concrete advice would you give to nurses who are considering transitioning and and becoming nurse entrepreneurs and taking maybe that that piece of recognized expertise that they do have uh, and taking it out into the world in in service in a bigger way? What would you advise them to do? Well, I'll tell you what I did. What I did is I got myself a coach. Hmm. I was working full-time at my local hospital with my vision to get off the floor and do my yoga nursing mission, get it out there into the world and do that full time. But I couldn't walk away right away. You know, like everybody, we have to live, we have to eat, we have families. Many are single mothers. 
you know, you can't just walk away. I have to have a plan and a strategy. Yeah. So while I was still working uh, full-time, mm-hmm. I got myself a coach. And Good for you. this coach yeah. helped me to get myself ready and focus and see and create a plan right? with a vision, step by step, and get me in the mindset, which was very important, to slowly fulfill my vision. So number one, so I you mean it didn't happen coach. overnight? Right. Ha! Right. 2006 <laughs> is when I got my coach. Right. It's taken me six years to get here. Right. Wherever here is, which is always in the moment, so it's constantly going to be here. But the fact is, I'm an independent, successful entrepreneur living my dream and getting to do what I love and get paid for it without getting burnt out. And I can choose Mm. to work when I want and with who I want to work with. That is so powerful. So number one, I got a coach. Then I started using the information that the coach gave me to help to position myself and how to talk to HR and prepare my information and get some blurbs and get some PR materials and walk in Mm -hmm. there, you know, like a professional and start to build and get more contracts within the community. Because like most nurses, I work 312s. Right. Yes? Yes. Like mm-hmm. many nurses. So I had four other days that I could do other gigs, and that's when I started doing my teaching gigs within the hospital and outside of the hospital. Then, uh well, then the truth is is that I got a promotion at the hospital and I was hired to be a manager of the wellness department of our hospital. Oh, oh that's brilliant. So they put me into wellness as a manager in wellness. And let me tell you, that was the most frustrating position I ever had. Really? I couldn't I couldn't make a difference. I couldn't couldn't get them to hear me. I couldn't get them to take on what I was trying to show them without going into all the details and I had all the data and I had all the information but there was a CEO at the time who wasn't Mm. buying into the wellness. He was a very sick man and he didn't buy into the wellness. And so I was so frustrated because I could not make a difference that I begged off with leadership and my VP, and I said, this is not a good fit for me. I would like to work part-time. I would like to move back to a PRN position and suggest, you know, that you get somebody else in the management position. I wasn't cut out for corporate medical leadership. Not... Right. For me. Right. For some people, it wasn't for me. I couldn't do what I wanted to do within the corporate 
atmosphere, medical atmosphere. I believed I could make a bigger difference outside and then go back in as the expert. And then they'd listen to me. You certainly have. You you really, I mean, good listening to your your gut on that one. And that did play out. So then, so number one, I got the coach. Number two, I backed off to PRN. And Mm -hmm. PRN paid well because they give mm-hmm. you a bonus, and I picked up weekends, so I really wasn't down very much income-wise, but I was up in right. terms of time, and sure. less stress and less burnout. Yep. And continued with my coaching, continued with my plan, started a website, and step-by-step, inch-by-inch, built the yoga nursing brand. A registered yoga nurse and yoga nursing began my trainings, visualizing my trainings. And then within another two years, let's see now, I've been on my own for four years. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I walked away. I've been on my own for four years. And then within two years of working PRN, I stepped Uh away from the hospital. And guess what? Now they bring me in as a consultant. And they pay double per hour (laughs) of what they paid me before. And I now am strictly a consultant, stress management. They're going to present my yoga nursing trainings. Why? Because the feedback is so positive from the nurses, and I don't only teach nurses. I teach all of the hospital staff. Okay, well, that, that's, that's actually, um, you know, well, that's a, actually a good segue. So, and and I think, Annette, you were talking about how you, you know, going to the PRN uh, piece there and how I think that's a great flexibility of nurses to be able to work PRN and work a few shifts and then also spend a couple of extra days working on their business. And it sounds like you kind of took those steps. And um, how do you... Um, how do you get those clients, and how do you um, find those partners in your business uh, to you know to, to bring that in? So you started your website. How else do you reach out to your potential clientele? I mean, you've already built a, a, an incredible brand as it as it is now. How you know how did that go about, and uh, what are some of those steps that you take to get those uh, individuals in? There are. Many steps, but there's one step that is the crucial step. And people have always asked me this, and they say, how do you get your clients? And my answer is, I have a great agent. (laughs) And my agent is the almighty one. Call it the great spirit. Call it the spirit (laughs) in the sky. Call it God. Call it Jesus. Call it Buddha. Call it Shiva. Call it Mother Mary. Call it what you will. Right. That's my agent. And uh, and the bottom line, again, is the referral network. Satisfy okay. clients. Right. Okay. And I was teaching yoga, because remember, I'm a yoga teacher. So nurses that are interested in yoga that are already yoga teachers or do yoga teacher training also have an advantage because I was teaching yoga as well as teaching stress management and back safety on a more corporate level. Therefore, I was in the community. Therefore, I was teaching women and men from every walk of life, from every business in life, and I would let them know in my classes, by the way, 
if you have any colleagues who are suffering from stress and back pain and other conditions, as a nurse and as a yoga teacher, I can take really good, safe care of you. I can bring my program to you at your office, your building, your workplace, your corporation. Talk to me about how I can make a difference for you at your place of business. And so that's how it happens. And then one person would say, wow, it would be fabulous if you could come to Hewlett-Packard and do something for the Hewlett-Packard employees. And so through that one person, they will introduce you to, guess who, HR, human (laughs) resources. Because all companies have HR. All companies are mandated to offer some kind of back safety, stress management, OSHA requirements, et cetera, not just in medicine. OSHA is across the board in our country. Right. So who do you know in your frame of reference? You might say, well, I don't know anybody. I'm not a yoga teacher. I'm not this. I'm not that. Who do you know in your frame of reference could use? Who do you know that could use stress management and back safety? Yeah. 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 So, we all know somebody. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think, Annette, that, that kind of um, sort of goes in line, I think, what I was talking about with the corporate wellness piece. Now, you talk about, I mean, your brand is yoga. You know, you're the yoga nurse. What do you do to sort of assist uh, employees, uh, individuals that you're working with? Uh, I, I mean, I think that we have tremendous leverage as, as nurses. I mean, I think we're pretty well positioned uh, in the health and wellness industry, at least our experience and our background. Uh, but us getting there, I think, is, is um, you know, a huge hurdle that hopefully as coaches we can get uh, other nurses in that realm. But I guess where I want to go with this is that I often have uh, people, you, you seem to be working on one thing, the yoga piece there, but do they bring to you, um, these are the medications that I'm on. This is the diet that I uh, consume every day or the meals that I skip. I mean, is this like a really holistic approach, head-to-toe um psychological, you know, emotional, and uh, the physical piece, like I said, with a lot of the polypharmacy that we're seeing uh, or the lack thereof, uh, people not being treated for their uh, illnesses. I mean, I don't know if there's something that you could expand on there. Uh, Is that something that you do talk to people about? (laughs) I can major expand on it. Bring it on, girl. Bring it in here. Okay, so the fact of the matter is, is that what the piece that I'm bringing is the nursing. Above all, I'm bringing the nursing nurses. Yoga is the other part. Yoga nursing is nursing and yoga. So I work in many ways. One of the ways that I work is teaching groups. The other way I work is with a private practice. I have a booming private practice. I take as many patients as I want, and I can choose the patients that I want to work with, but often the great spirit chooses for me Often patients that I go, oh, God, why? I don't think I can help this person. And it turns out that's the person that I've made a huge difference in their lives in. And here's my point. Yoga nursing, when I do my trainings, I teach nurses how to integrate the nursing process, the soap, 
to Soapy. Isn't it great that we're mm. nurses? We all know what we're talking about. Right. Did <laughs> you say Soapy? We all get it. Or yeah. Ad Pie. Yeah. Soapier. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's a great and it's a great model for business. So, if you were my client and you came to me in my first session with you, I would do a yoga nursing assessment. I would do a nursing assessment brief but still probably longer than you'll get in a doctor's office. And I uh, essentially do bottom line blood pressures and weights and so on and so forth. I do a head-to-toe assessment, not like a nurse practitioner, a verbal assessment. Right. I take their meds into consideration because I can. I'm a nurse. Excuse me, mm-hmm. what typical yoga teacher can do that? No way. Right. A nurse that's interested in yoga, that combines nursing and yoga, is in a position right now to have an amazing career and make an amazing difference in people's lives. Phenomenal combination. That's outstanding. So that. I you know what? the assessment... Sorry, Anna. No, 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 please, keep going, keep going. I would do, first of all, I would get the assessment, and then I ask you, what are your goals? Give me your top two reasons of why you're here and how I can help you. What are your goals? And then you tell me what your goals are, and maybe you're going to say, well, I'd love to be more flexible. I can't sit down. I can't. Squat. I can't tell you how many people cannot squat. I do an assessment. I teach the nurses in my trainings how to assess people for range of motion and flexibility. I mean, there's a ton of nurses that can't do this. So first they learn it for themselves, and then they can assess their clients. So then they tell me what they want. If I believe that I can help them, I tell them. If I don't think that I can help them, depending on their history and assessment, I also tell them. But I have to say, so far, there's only maybe been one or two clients out of thousands. I've stopped counting, but I was not able to help, and I tell them that. The disease process was too advanced. Assuming that I can help, which is most Mm -hmm. of the time, then... I assess them, and I have them go through certain postures. And with yoga, we call them postures, not exercise. I don't like exercise, but I love postures. Not true. I like (laughs) exercise, but, hey, I'm a yogini. So I assess (laughs) with various postures based on that assessment. Then I come up with a diagnosis, and I come up with a plan. And... Generally, my clients will sign up for a series of 10 sessions, minimum of three. And then many of them stay with me forever and ever because they never want to come to public classes. The others I mainstream so that they can come into the public yoga classes that I teach. So I still teach public yoga classes. I teach private classes. I then also do, these are all the things a yoga nurse can do. Teach privately, teach public classes, go into hospitals and corporations and teach stress management programs, back safety programs, become a speaker, 
I'm invited to all kinds of nursing organizations. You think I can do the job for America? I need yoga nurses <laughs> in every state and town you, in the country. You need to start licensing this out, honey. <laughs> oh, I my know. goodness. So, but Annette, right now, um, right now, gonna, yes, yes. I was going yes. to just quickly interrupt you for a quick break, um, let everybody go grab a, a, a glass of tea or water, and we want to pick up right where you left off. So I want you to hold this thought that you're about to tell us. Hold it, and we're going to come back in just a few, guys, okay? Uh, in the spirit of the yoga nurse, we're going to leave you with some forest sounds. Be right back. Hi guys, did you enjoy that? I hope that uh, that was very meditative uh, in, in keeping with our theme tonight. Um, we're really enjoying having uh, Annette here with us, and we hope you are as well. Um, Keith, was there something you wanted to uh, add to the conversation before we bring Annette back? Oh, I just wanted to say that Annette is so inspiring to me on many, many levels as a nurse, as a yoga teacher, um, as a health coach and a nurse coach. I, you know, she's she's talking about ways to break into the healthcare system, how to help nurses, how to help organizations, and I find it incredibly inspiring to think about the ways that we can all make a difference, whether we're just nurses at the bedside, 
using these practices with our patients, teaching them to our colleagues, or we decide to really take it into the boardroom of the uh, mm-hmm. hospital administrators and really make a difference mm-hmm. at the higher level. And I think there's incredible opportunities for nurses out there right now. And as the population oh, ages, yeah. we can also Absolutely. bring it to you know the general public, the aging public that really needs this as well. So I just find this wonderful information, and I hope a lot of people out there are, are really gaining a lot and gleaning a lot from Annette's wisdom. I, what's exciting for me is uh, the the multiple, you know, in addition to all that you've mentioned, I'm going to mention, mention something else. I'm going to mention the multiple streams of income aspect. I mean, the, the way Annette talked about, she has her thriving private practice. She does a, a corporate practice where she goes into hospitals, she goes into the VA, hospices, you name it, uh, the local county offices. Um, you know, she also has her public yoga classes. I, I just find it fascinating the many ways she has found to um, serve with her knowledge as well as monetize her knowledge. Um, and, and really, she owns her expertise and she has a mindset of owning that expertise. And that's extremely powerful. Um, and I think that that's definitely something she probably got from a business coach. Um, and I just am really, I'm really grateful that she's providing such um, detailed how-to information for our listeners because I think that our listeners get they get the what of nurse entrepreneurship and they get the why, but frequently they don't get the how. Um, and I think that uh, this how type of information is very, very powerful, and I'm, I'm very appreciative of it. Mm. Well said. Annette, are you back here? I'm here. We're just we're just glowing about you. <laughs> oh my. Well, you were you were speaking and I rudely cut you off before the break. Were you able to hold the thought? <laughs> it's okay. We can move on here. I have other questions. Yeah. Well, you know, the reality is is there's a hundred and one ways to take nursing and yoga. That's my expertise. Or call it stress management. Because remember you could position like yourself as a stress management expert, and everybody understands that. And you right. can take it into every city, every town, every village in the United mm. States of America, in Australia, in any country, really. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but essentially we're here in America talking to American nurses. If you're a cardiac mm. nurse, you can go after the cardiac nursing associations in your town, in your county. Start with the nurses. They're going to be your allies because, you see, nurses love the idea of these programs. They love stress management and self-care. And if you get leadership and HR Mm -hmm. who has a budget that they have to spread out to invest into self-care programs for nurses and you can demonstrate to them, that it also mm-hmm. is excellent for patients. So win-win. The hospital right. wins, the nurse wins, the patient, patient wins, the community wins, the town wins, the state wins, and so on and so forth. Right. So right. cardiac right. care is one example. I have a nurse, a fabulous male nurse. I've had many men who have come to my trainings. God bless you, male nurses. Well, thank you, Annette. Thanks, Annette. (laughs) (laughs) I had a fabulous male nurse that came to my training in Lenox last uh summer who was in substance abuse. And Mm -hmm. this is a nurse 
who used to be an abuser. Wow, powerful. Who kicked it. You know, we all have our stories. Sure. Yes. Absolutely. And so, you know, he came out with me. You know, I'm not breaking any confidentiality here. I'm not mentioning any names. And and he's Mm -hmm. come out about it. Um, He's clean. And he went into nursing and he became an expert because what was he an expert in? (laughs) In abusing, yeah. Absolutely. And so he ended up with a gig nursing in a facility for uh, drugs, substance abuse, etc. He ended up taking my training, and then there was a position that came up for becoming a director of wellness programs for the clinic. He interviewed with the doctor, and he had mentioned that he had just taken a yoga nursing training in Massachusetts. The doctor was fascinated. Wow. It turns out the doctor really understood what the yoga nursing process could do because yoga nurse is so wonderful for stress, post-traumatic stress. Look, if it can help our wounded veterans, Hmm. it can help anybody. End of story. He got the job, he got the promotion, and he wrote me a letter saying that he felt that having done the yoga nursing training, because what it opened for him and all the possibilities that he saw and how he could apply it in his particular niche, he felt it helped him to get the job. Now, if you're a diabetic nurse or you're an, an arthritis nurse, you know, if you're working in orthopedic, orthopedic, are you kidding? Yoga nursing for orthopedic? Do you know how many knee and hip replacement clients that I have in my practice? Wow. So, you know, I understand the physical therapy that they have to go through in the surgical part. Right. And then, you know, after you go through PT, then what? Well, that's where the yoga nursing comes in. But a yoga nurse is a nurse who is really going to know how to keep you as safe as possible. Look, I'm not taking it away from other yoga teachers who aren't nurses. There are brilliant yoga teachers out there. But my vision is that a nurse and a yoga teacher put the two together, Keith. Magic. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. What a remedy. What a prescription. What a new wave of treatment for our society because, you see, we're not just treating the physical body. I don't just treat the physical body to come back to your one of your questions, what do I do when I'm one-on-one mm. with clients? Or with I say I'm with the group and I'm training nurses and we really get down and we share and we're hanging out together for a few days. So, or it's a yeah, group yeah, because yeah. I do retreats and we're really, really sharing. You know, the fact of the matter is is the most important treatment that I'm giving is treating your heart and your soul. Mm, Because if I can make a difference for you on the level of your heart and soul, and it's not just another training that I'm going to forget about, and now what? And what else can I buy to make me feel better? Forget the stress, anxiety, pain, and suffering. So speaking of... uh, yoga is that you bring in the treatment of the wounded heart, not the physical heart, the mystical heart. We have two hearts. We have the physical blood-pumping organ. 
And then we have in yoga what we call the mystical heart or the sacred heart. And then we yeah. have the soul yeah. and the spirit. And what is pneumonia but a loss of spirit? Oh, she's lost her spirit. He's lost his spirit. Pneumonia, loss of spirit. So the yoga part treats the body and the soul and the heart. And the nursing has the incredible science and wisdom and expertise to assess and make sure that the client, the patient, is safe as applied to their particular so-called disease process. Right. Mm-hmm. Are you right. with me? Mm-hmm. Totally. We, You're so passionate. We are, I can see why people love you. <laughs> no, definitely. We, we are with you. And I think Kevin had a um, question he wanted to chime in here for you, Annette, if that's yeah. okay. So, Annette, I was um, I was watching some of your videos on YouTube, and, and quite frankly, let's not even talk about age, the number, because you're wearing it well. You look good. And <laughs> I just want to yes. say... All those fun yes, yes. salutations, darling. I, I, <laughs> so I guess what I wanted to say is, um, you know, I watched a documentary, of course, Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead, probably about six months ago, um, and, you know, talking about micronutrients. And when I... You know, looked you up on YouTube. I found that one of those videos of you um, blending, you know, those micronutrients, that that live food, the food that's alive. And I, you know, I love that. I love that. And I just wondered, is that something that you're expanding on? Are you growing that part of your business, kind of like a webinar, like we're almost like a show that people can just show up and just watch you blend? I mean, because it was I love that. <laughs> Blending with the net. Yes. Blending with the yoga nurse. Yoga nurse smoothies, just for you. <laughs> Kevin, you're hilarious. You're just, no, I mean, we watch that's you blend. so funny. <laughs> Kevin, here's the truth, okay? I do right. these retreats. This is something else that I do. I do retreats. So if you're a yoga nurse or you're a nurse, who's a specialist in something, and say you want to be a nurse specialist in nutrition, you could be, like there's a nurse uh, who took my training um, who is a specialist in diabetes. And she came to my smoothie retreat, my green smoothie retreat, where I teach the fourth part Mm. of the remedy, sacred nourishment. And she got really excited about that and how it could help her and how it could help her clients, et cetera, et cetera. The fact of the matter is I can't do it all, darlings. I need to teach other nurses how to do it and let them do their smoothie program. I'll help you to do it. I can't do it all. I can't do the seminars and the webinars. My destiny is to ultimately... Leave yoga nursing as a legacy in colleges and nursing and train other nurses to see how they can get their niche and bring it into their community and in their environment. You know, that's the thing. The uh, retreats are very lucrative. You know, that's something else that a nurse can do 
and that is an entrepreneur and offer these kind of retreats. I'm not the only one that uh, offers these retreats. The style that I'm doing, yes, it's original. I'm happy to teach other nurses how to do it in their hometown, in their cottage country, in their vacation spot. You know, I first started, I did my first trainings in a convent, for heaven's sake. There's infinite possibilities. Right, because convents, often these convents have guest houses, and you can rent the guest house very cheaply, and you can do Mm -hmm. trainings there very cheaply. What a fantastic Just idea. Just planting seeds. But I'm so yeah. glad you like the green smoothie blending gig. Uh, Annette, well, I'm not Annette. kidding. I loved it. I loved we, it. We've, we've decided we're going to sponsor Kevin to go to one of your uh, smoothie retreats so he can watch you blend. Um, he's fascinated with your blending. Apparently. Yes, yeah. but you're going to learn how to blend yourself. I've got to teach you how to do it. Right. Well, you learn how to do it. That's the and piece that I personally you. want. Yes, yes. Um, my my children love. I've, I've got three young boys, and uh, it's interesting because the green juice is more like the Incredible Hulk juice, um, but, but they love it. I mean, it it doesn't look good. I mean, to a child, I don't believe, or maybe to most uh, human beings, but I mean, it's just delicious. And I do. I'm I'm big into micronutrients, and I just. I literally, I was, I'm not kidding you, I was in the emergency room today uh, with someone, uh, a patient, and I was watching this on my iPad, and, and I, I couldn't take, I, I just couldn't bring myself away from that. I had to watch that while I was in the room multitasking. I know that sounds, t- I just, I couldn't take myself away from it. I just loved it. I don't know. The color of the vegetables, and I, I could go on, and I should stop. I'm just saying, loved it. So. But it's an, it's an acquired taste. Yes, I'm teaching people that have had no knowledge about this. And talk about transformation and measurable results. If you go on my website and you look at the testimonials that people leave, real testimonials and video testimonials, it is saving and changing lives. Mm. And Fantastic. To be immersed when you have the opportunity to be there and learn, it's the how-to. It's the how-to mm. on anything. It's all well and good to suggest this, that, and the other. But at the end of the day, how-to. And the how-to yeah. has to be, you know, for me, there's three requirements. Number one, I can do this. I want yeah. my nurses, my clients, my patients, my students to say, dang, I can do this. Many teachers that teach yoga, they're teaching yoga so freaking hard. It's too hard for me, and I've been doing yoga for 43 years. And it's like, hello, you know, how to lose your client on your first yoga class. When my (laughs) clients come to my class, I want them to say, geez, finally, this feels really good. I can do this. So number one, can I do it? Yes, I can do this. Number two, does it work? Am I getting results? You have to look at is yeah, it working? Yeah. Am I getting results on any model, whether it's a business model or it's a model for a healthcare plan or a training? Absolutely. Can I do it? Do I get results? And is it, you know, relatively easy to do? Is it, you know, sure. is it too beyond my scope of practice? 
Right. Right, right. Those are three great guiding questions, Annette. And actually, we actually have a caller for you. Um, so I wanted to go ahead and bring her in. Are you good with that? Real. Real. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Hello. you're on the air. Hi. Hi, this is Skia. Annette, you might remember me from last year. I stumbled into your yoga class in paradise. And at the time... Skia. Yes, it's Skia. Yeah. At the time, my mother had just died suddenly, and my dad was in cancer therapy, and I had never, ever thought of being a nurse. I had been an archaeologist, dead people. <laughs> and wow. I was just shaking, and, you know, primarily you, but also some of the other yoga teachers there really managed to help me calm down and not only get through it, but somehow I ended up getting fit and losing 40 pounds in the process. So I I wanted to tell that story and thank you for that. And I also wanted to say that I have become aware that you have a new book out and I've ordered it, but I don't have it yet. And I was wondering if you could tell us a little about it. Oh, my God. Oh, that's a great question, Skia. Thank you for asking that. I'm going to go ahead and uh, take you off the air if that's okay, unless you have other questions. That's great. I'll listen off the air. Skia, Skia, thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. Skia, I love hearing from you, and I do remember you, and I remember your essence from your voice. I really do. Thank you for calling in. Yes, my book. Well, you know, we want to get to so many other things this evening. There's a lot of topics. I don't want to monopolize it, but let's talk about the book briefly. Can everybody hear me okay? Yes, ma'am. Yes, and please okay. monopolize. This show is about you. Monopolize the I want to talk about blending later on again. <laughs> That's great. It's a good blend. Hey, listen, you're all a good blend. This is this show is a real good blend. <laughs> well, my book came to me with a vision and a stroke, like a lightning bolt, just like my vision for yoga nursing. I just had it. I had the vision. And I got the vision for the book, which is called The Richest Woman in Babylon and Manhattan, on November the 9th. Are you ready for this? When I was teaching a stress management class at my local hospital. Hmm. And I left the hospital, and I was on my way to the bank to make a deposit at the bank because I'm faithful about making deposits in my bank account, and I was thinking about the class and thinking about how all of the stressed-out employees were very happy with the stress management program and that they were calmer. They'd left with tools for transformation that they'd learned how to integrate into their lives. Their bodies were feeling better. Their souls were feeling better. But their major complaint when we discussed their stress was their money worries. Mm, that is so true. Their money worries were number one. And astoundingly and shockingly, the number one stressor for women today is their debt and their money worries. It's their number one cause of stress. And I thought to myself, my goodness, you know, I did something for their bodies. I did something for their souls. I wish I could do something for their lean purses, (laughs) for their empty wallets. And then on the way to the bank, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. 
about the wisdom that I had from my father, who was my first teacher in finances. He was a successful entrepreneur, came over from Italy as an immigrant when he was 17 years old and taught me a lot about the laws of money. And then the other part that I learned was from a book I read ages ago, ages. I was a young sprite of a girl called The Richest Man in Babylon. It was written in 1926 in archaic language, and it changed my life. So in that moment, I had the lightning bolt skia. Women's number one stress is their financial debt, their worries about money. And it came to me, the richest man in Babylon, making that deposit, and suddenly I saw the book. I thought, why not the richest woman in Babylon? But I have to bring it into modern time for modern women. I want to write a book for women that's specifically for women, that speaks to women in their language, in stories, and in parables. So I adapted the 1926 book, made up new stories, about real women, and the story really essentially, Skia, is about how the goddess of luck changes the lives of two hard-working, stressed-out women with weary souls who live in New York. And they end up meeting their old friend, childhood friend, and her name is Helen Gold, and she is the richest woman in Manhattan now. And they get together with her, and Helen Gold teaches them the remedies and the cures for a lean purse that she learned, and it changes their lives. And they learn seven timeless remedies told through really fun, clever stories that women today can relate to, and men can too, by the way. There's a lot of men reading my book. Doctors have read my book. Lawyers have read my book. And so you get the point. At the end of the day, the story weaves and ends up moving from a really clever and fun and enlightening story that combines financial and spiritual guidance and wisdom that weaves from modern Manhattan and ends up in ancient Babylon where we wrap up with the richest woman in Babylon. Mm, wow, so it's wow. a really easy read. It's pretty. I got a beautiful vision for it. I wanted to make it beautiful. I wanted to make it easy. I didn't want to make it too big, too long. The book is highly recommended for college students and teens because here's mm-hmm. another shocking fact. 84% of college students and teens today that are surveyed, they want more education on financial management topics. They don't know how to manage their money. And here's another shocker. 69% of parents admit to feeling less prepared to give their teens advice and guidance about investing than they do about the birth and the deed. Wow. So my book fills a huge gap. It's a modern, fun way to teach people of all ages, yes, it's focused for women, but young teen boys and college boys and boys and men and women of all ages are really getting a lot of value out of the book. Annette, I think you might be coming in and out. Annette, are you there? I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I I felt like we might have been losing you for a minute. 
No, I'm here, but that's the story. There's the wraparound of the story, Ski. I hope it serves you. And if you're around, come and see me, and I'll personalize it to you, darling. Mm. <laughs> that sounds great. And then I, I went ahead and threw a link out to that book, at least from the Amazon website. Uh, I hope that was okay, unless you have another site, probably maybe your primary website, just to well, you our... can get to it through my website. If you come to yoganurse.com and, mm-hmm. you know, you bounce around and and look into a lot of the stuff that I shared with you tonight, of course you're going to see my book on my website, and if you click on the book, it'll take you to Amazon. Either way, it's going to get you there. All right, we put that in the tweet chat really in our chat room. What I have to share is that Gwyneth Paltrow, who many of you may have heard of and many of sure. you might say, who's that? <laughs> she ordered my book, and it Woo. went to London, and she just got it today. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, I love so it's it. really, really exciting what's happening. And the book is a book that's not going to go out of style. This book will stand the test of time for many, many years. And I hope mm. that it serves and makes a difference in many people's lives. Fantastic. That's great. And if Gwyneth is listening, maybe she'll call in in a couple minutes. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What time is it in London? Gwyneth? I know. Well, it's... Let me it's find about her Twitter two in the morning. Yeah, let right. me see if I can find her Twitter. Now, Twitter. Um, Annette, I wanted to ask you a question um, veering away from the book a little bit, but we love talking about your book, and I look forward to reading it. If you were going to start your nurse entrepreneur career all over again, um, God forbid, of course, but I know you have your you have your guides and you have your inner wisdom. Is there anything you would go back and tweak a little bit or do a little bit differently? What are the, some of the lessons you learned back in the beginning? The fact of the matter is I wouldn't do a darn thing differently. Good girl. Mm. <laughs> Not from the beginning. In the middle, I would have done some things differently. In the beginning, I got myself a coach. I invested. Hmm. The biggest obstacle that I find with people that they get in the way is they're always, you know, it's always this talk about time and money, and that's bullshit. That's the oldest excuse in the world. (laughs) It's like, I don't have time for self-care. Right. Right. So, so what what would you have done? I wasn't making you know? any more money than any other nurse out there, and I have lots of expenses, and I have a handicapped son who has autism and cerebral palsy, and, you know, everybody has their story, and you can come up with a million and one excuses. And the biggest excuse is that, you know, nurses are afraid to invest in something different that's outside of the box. I wasn't. My advice is you've got... The the truth is this. If your nursing position right now, nurses, hear me. If your job is making you sick, if it's killing you, if it is not uplifting you on some level, if it's pulling you down, get out. Don't get out in one minute. Do it gradually. Start to plant new seeds. If I can plant seeds at 60, can you not also plant them? And I'll be planting at 70. So invest in a coach. 
Now you've got a ton of coaches to choose from. In my day, I didn't have a nurse coach. They didn't exist then. I invested in another kind of business coach that helped me. But still, she was a great woman, and she helped me to transition. So number one thing that I did right was get a coach. What I did wrong was that when I started a website, and you've got to start a website. You get a coach, and then you start a website. Because today your calling card in the world is your website. Right. And that's how you build. And a website is a living document, so it's always changing, just like you and just like life. And it'll get better, and you'll make it better, and you'll learn. You have the rest of your life to learn. But the mistake that I made is that, oh, my goodness, I invested in some kind of a website offer that I saw offered on television. Oh, and Lord. I paid $5,000 to learn to get a website. And the fact of the matter is is that they didn't even do the website for me for that five grand. They were teaching me how to do it. How long now, ago was that, end, Annette? What's yeah, that? How, how long ago was, was 2006. that? 2006. Oh, that hurts. Five wow. grand, and I had to do it all myself. And it yeah, was I the crummiest, crummiest builder. Mm. But hey, did I learn. So Would number you two, you get a coach, and there's all kinds of fabulous people out there doing websites. Right now, I work with a nurse. One of the nurses that helps me with my website is a nurse, are you ready from this, from South Africa, who landed on my yoga nurse site. Tremendous woman named Katie. I don't even know if she's listening because she's probably asleep because she's in South Africa. I told her to call it. Fabulous <laughs> writer. Fabulous nurse. But she's also a techie. She's 27 years old. She went into nursing. She got burnt out from nursing. Her escape was to create a blog and create a website because she was really smart with tech stuff. And so that's how she shared and got out her frustration. And at the end of the day, she quit nursing because it was killing her. Right. And she started a website design company. She's brilliant. And I was her first client. And if you go to my website, my page for my yoga nursing training and my retreats, those are pages that she did. Now she's working full-time and she's working with clients in New York and all over the world. Her boyfriend, she's got a boyfriend who also works with her, so they're a Mm -hmm. duo. She does all the coding. He does the design. They combo together. And so uh, she wants also to focus on doing website design for nurses. So, you see, the possibilities are infinite. So today you can get a nurse to coach you. You can get a nurse to coach you in your website design. And, yes, you must invest. When you went to nursing school, you had to pay money to go to college. Right, right. So you have to invest and learn from experts. And then guess what? You're going to be the expert, and somebody's going to be paying you, and that's the law. And if you do it with heart and with passion, it's all going to come back to you, as long as you don't expect anything in return. You do it because your goal is service. 
and passion. And that brings me to something here. If we want to have time and you want to have time to to move into something else, is that my motto, my manifesto, and what changed my life was this story. And this story is that once upon a time, because I've had great teachers, enlightened teachers and saints and sinners, and I've learned from them all, mm-hmm. was when I learned that when we change our inner dialogue from what's in it for me, yeah, what's in it for me, I mean my mind, I mean my mind, I mean my mind, I mean my mind. Yeah. This is a toxic mantra that will make us sick. If we turn this, what's in it for me, to how can I serve? Amen. It will change your life. So the yoga nurse motto is serving rules. Serving rules. Yes, it does. Yes. That is so beautiful, Annette. Thank you for sharing that with us. Really, really beautiful. And I appreciate so deeply you coming on tonight and and being with us and just sharing your incredible passion and uh, just the immense amount of uh, actionable information that you gave our listeners. Uh, I think that there are nurses on this call right now who could go out and literally uh, start tomorrow. Uh, and 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 really start acting on some of the things that that you've talked about, and and they could have conversations with HR uh, of different of different facilities and say, hey, you know, I've got this other part of my life, I've got this knowledge, um, whether it be yoga, whether it be something else, and say, I can I can provide value here, and see where that leads them. A big yes, say yes, yeah, to your yeah. heart your passion. Absolutely. Well, if you um, listeners out there, once again, uh, Annette Tersini, she's a yoga nurse. Her website is yoganurse.com, and she's just put out a new book, The Richest Woman in Babylon and Manhattan, and you can get that either on her website or by typing it into amazon.com. Annette, yes, thank you. Let me plug so in much. really quick. Let me just plug yes. in really quick. Uh, Annette, I, I do want to plug the YouTube channel. Yes. The Yoga Nurse. Is that correct? <laughs> if you want watch her blending. To watch, if you want to watch this woman blend, like it's just an art, you've got to check it out. So please subscribe to her channel, YouTube channel, The Yoga Nurse. Like it, subscribe to it, watch it. Oh, you're so funny. And when you're there, Go and meet the yoga wench and go and meet the yoga mama because I do three personas and I give little stretch breaks for nurses. I call it couch potato yoga that you can do at any time. And finally, if anybody's interested in doing a training where you get loads of CEUs, I have a training coming up in Clearwater, Florida in March. Uh a weekend training, March 16th to 18th in Clearwater, 10 CEUs. And then I have another training in June 17th to 21st in Lenox, Massachusetts. It's a five-night program where you get to hang out at a fabulous vacation facility. So you get vacation plus education and 18.5 CEUs. Often your nursing agencies will pay for part of it. 
Sometimes they pay for all of it. Sometimes they pay for 50% of it. Ask your nursing organizations to support you so that you can bring it back and offer value in your organization. And you can get all of that information at yoganurse.com. And Annette, that's wonderful. And I want to thank you, too, as your fellow nurse, your fellow yoga teacher. I graduated from the Kripalu Center in Lenox back in 1989 as a yoga teacher. And I just think it's wonderful you're out there doing what you're doing. And um, thank you so much for bringing the blending, the yoga, the nursing, the book, and your your incredible heart, and bringing your incredible heart, too. And, and from a fellow smoothie maker um, here in Santa Fe, I just really want to, want to just tip my virtual nurse's cap to you as well and toast you with a nice green smoothie. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thank you. That's Thank great. you all. Annette, thanks for being with us. Have a fantastic night. All right, good night. Good All night. Right, bye-bye. Thanks. Okay, was she amazing or is she amazing? She was and is amazing. Love her, love her. Wow. Um, do we have any callers, comments, chatting comments? Kevin, how you doing in um, the chat room? You know, I think Annette just kind of has this really powerful, um, just calming effect over her. The chat room, we still have chatters in there, but... No no real questions. questions so I think we're all just feeling good in our own skin at this point, and we're just kind of listening and observing. Well good. said, Kevin. Very yeah. well said. Well said. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I have to say also, just with Annette, Annette signing off just now, I am also feeling that, that energy as well. And, mm-hmm. and I see her as a – she's kind of like a nurse sage. And, you know, oh, she absolutely. admitted – she admitted she's 60 years old and that, you know, she has a lot of life behind her and she has a legacy to leave. And it seems like that legacy is already building itself. And yeah. sounds like she doesn't have to do much more to really make that to make that a reality. Absolutely. Yeah, and right. Coach Perg actually says that he's mellow as well in the chat room. So, hey, Perg! Uh, <laughs> I think... Well, and I think, you know, considering, you know, our our efforts this uh, past week and over the weekend, just our own stressors of uh, with our nurse up uh, movement and then each of us doing our own thing because we are coaches and entrepreneurs and we do have to go to work. And I think we've all kind of been stretched uh, this last week. Um, and so this was a great, uh, you know, just to have a net on the show tonight. I, I feel much better. And I promise Very you, it's not the glass of wine that I had. Uh, at the beginning part of the show, I truly feel <laughs> just maybe I'm thinking about the blending again. I just that's right. I, I don't know. I, well, Kevin, are you are you um, broadcasting while intoxicated, or are you okay there? No, no, no. I'm okay. I think I'm under the limit, so I, I haven't checked. It. Yeah, exactly. I think I, I think I'm safe. Um, I haven't so, tried to walk any lines or anything, or but. I'd like to, if it's okay with you guys, I'd like to go ahead and talk a little bit about the um, the Nurse Up movement that you just re- uh, referenced and um, the Amanda Trujillo case. Um, many of you on this uh, on this episode are probably acutely aware and intimately familiar with the Amanda Trujillo case. If for some reason you've just come off, you know, a six shift stint and have not uh, checked in. Um, to the blogosphere, social media, uh, there is a extremely eloquent, passionate, um, and 
amazing nurse by the name of Amanda Trujillo uh, in Arizona who 10 months ago was um, fired from uh, her employer, her place of employment, um, one of the largest healthcare facilities in in uh, Arizona, Banner Health, and also had a complaint filed against her nursing license with the Arizona Board of Nursing um, because she provided uh, what many of us would consider to be excellent uh, nursing education and and practice uh, incredible patient advocacy on behalf of a patient with end-stage uh, liver disease. And unfortunately, the good surgeon who she was working with didn't see it that way and decided to, to file a complaint and throw a tantrum to have her fired for her efforts, um, claiming she went out of the scope of, or out of her scope of practice. And so we've been really rallying around Amanda. And uh, if you'd like to follow uh, what's going on with her, what's going on with the case, the uh, if you'd like to get in touch on her behalf uh, with the Board of Nursing or Banner Health, um, you can go to Twitter and follow the hashtag NurseUp, one word, um, or you can head to any of our blogs. Uh, you've got, uh, let's see, we'll go Digital Doorway uh, for Keith. Uh, I think, Keith, it's uh, Digital Doorway at blog, or blogspot.com. Yeah, it's digitaldoorway.blogspot.com. That's right. There you go. There you go. And Kevin is over at innovativenurse.com, and I'm at icoachnurses.com, and you can follow the story at any of our blogs. We've been blogging extensively about it, and um, we are we're getting signatures for a petition uh, together. We're going to be delivering that over to the Arizona Board of Nursing. We are also raising uh, funds for Amanda. You can find those uh, where to donate on our websites um, because she has unfortunately had to live for the last 10 months without a job. Uh, now that her license is under investigation, uh, she's found it very difficult to find work and uh, support her daughter. She is a single mom, so we're trying to help her out with that and with her legal fees. Uh, and if we've got any callers or questions about that, I'd uh, be happy to take them or chat discussions. Anybody? <laughs> um, let's see. I don't have any. Kevin, you got anything going on? Not in the chat room just yet. Uh, I w you know what? I was actually looking at where are we number-wise. I was looking on my blog site. Where are we with our petition, our numbers? How many signatures do we have on there? Because I'll tell you what. We could certainly we use more. need more, more voices, the yeah. Hold more on. of the barrier. Uh, Do you have a link to that petition, Kevin, or can you work on a link so we can get that out? Yes, I can. Uh, I know no, I've got it can. here. You've got it. So, okay, go ahead. Yeah, I'm just oh, – oh, hold on a second. Um, oh, technical difficulty. Listen away right, from you. I'll, I'll be right back <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> in a second. That's okay. I'm going to list our guests for next week. If, or excuse me, for the next couple of weeks, if that's okay. Um, February 6th, we have the distinct pleasure of having Joyce Harrell, the low glycemic nurse. She also runs uh, the blog Nurses on the Edge, a uh, fantastic nurse, uh, sort of a budding nurse entrepreneur, and she's going to come on and tell us about her business model, about what she's up to, and how she's growing as a nurse entrepreneur. So that should be really exciting. She's very active on social media and has been uh, a big part of the uh, Nurse Up movement as we've rallied around Amanda Trujillo. We also have um, Lee Ray Keys coming in on February 13th, the founder and president of the Nurse Entrepreneur Network. Um, she will be a fascinating guest. She's been in this game a long time and is extremely knowledgeable uh, and can take any questions you might have uh, you know, that are detailed and specific, uh, as well as the broad vision type, type stuff for nurse entrepreneurs. And she's incredibly um, 
connected woman, uh, great resource. So we'll have her here. And then on the 20th of February, we're going to have Renee Thompson from RT Connections, consultant and a speaker. Um, and she uh, is also a fantastic resource, does a lot with um, nurses who work on the floor currently and, and are active in clinical practice. Right. Um, and back to the question that you had, I don't even know why I didn't think about this. And I'm sorry, Andrew, because you've, done, you've put in so much hard work. Um, nursefriendly.com forward slash Amanda should have the change.org uh, petition on there. And of Fantastic. Course, and our Facebook page, of course, facebook.com forward slash nurseup4, not the number four, but F-O-R, Amanda Trujillo. And you Very should be good. able to find some of that information. I actually went to the change.org website, and quite frankly, it's quite a URL that would give you an aneurysm. So uh, <laughs> I, I think that Andrew's page, the nursefriendly.com forward slash Amanda, is a much better alternative, and I was remiss in forgetting that. Thank you for, for bringing that up. Yes. Yeah, and I, I just want to say that there are some nurses and um, nurses and nurse entrepreneurs out there who are really, really behind Amanda Trujillo and doing a tremendous amount of heavy lifting in terms of the social media, putting out this uh, this petition, and really getting the energy behind her case. And I think there's incredible work going out there. And this is really going to affect all of us, and it's going to affect yeah. patient rights, nurses' rights, nurse-physician relationships. It's big, and it's really growing. Yeah. And I just, I just am overwhelmed by the work that people are doing out there right now. It's really been a great group effort. Looks like Coach Perg in the chat had uh, chimed in and said we have 465 uh, signed on the petition. Man, if we could get to a 500. I mean, I would love more than that, but even if we get to 500 by end of the night. I'm going to say this about that. Guys, there are 3.2 million nurses in this country. Yes. And we have 465 signatures. We've got work to do. The Amanda Trujillo case affects every single nurse in this country. The way that we practice nursing um, it affects the future of healthcare. I mean, you know, do we want uh, corporate to allow corporate bullying of, of nurse patient advocacy? You know, is that, is that the kind of healthcare we want? Um, you know, we're, we're nurses who are viewed as a liability and expense to, to uh, hospitals can be easily thrown under the bus uh, at the request of revenue generating uh surgeons or do we you know do do we want to envision a different kind of uh health care for ourselves and our families um because at the end of the road yes we're nurses but we're all patients um, uh-huh. and i think it it's about it's about nursing it's about health care and it's about patients rights to uh, self determination to know what is being done to them what's being planned for them to inform consent i mean there's just so many issues that this touches on so you know, 3.2 million nurses, 465 signatures. Uh, I think that there, there's a lot of work left to do to, exactly. to rally and, and get people educated about this. I agree. That's I a very agree. good point. And I think, um, you know, I just I have to build onto that to say, please, we are here. This nurse up movement, it's not going anywhere. Actually, where it's going is up and mm-hmm, beyond. Mm-hmm. The, the reach is going to be. We're extending the reach. Please come out of the shadows. Uh, you know. Come out of that just oppression, and I, and I hate to sound negative, but it just feels like if you're beat down, please jo- join our cause. We are here, and this community is building, and the outpouring of all of these leaders, entrepreneurs, bloggers, uh, people on Twitter, 
I'm just I'm amazed that the, the community itself. I mean, a week and we've built this, and what we could really build in the next com- coming weeks. I mean, we really just. I don't care if you're a good writer. Just put something on paper. Get it out there. Get a WordPress site, uh, a, uh, a blog site, or something, and just start writing. Get it out there. Get your feelings out there, or share them with us, and we can certainly help you articulate that and put it on our blogs if you'd like. Please do so. Mm-hmm. And Kevin, I don't, I don't think you're being negative there because I think this is such an important issue with such far-reaching implications that what we're doing is building a very positive movement out of a situation that's really we can see as a crisis. It's a negative situation, but what it's forming is a movement that really can have far-reaching implications and really affect a lot of change. So it might sound negative because because of the nature of the story, but the nature of the larger story is incredibly positive. Absolutely. I, I wanted to, to also add something to that. You know, there is a great power in nurses' stories, both the individual stories and our collective story. And um, I think that it's very important that these stories be told. Um, we are simply repositories for uh just tremendous amount of uh, meaning. And I think that, you know, part of the reason we've seen uh, an initial very positive response by nurses to the story is, is, is quite simply, you know, we've all witnessed this type of thing happen. We've witnessed, you know, uh, retaliation <laughs> against nurses for, for standing up for a patient or advocating for a patient or or you know, um, doing something within her scope of practice or his scope of practice that uh, was considered, quote-unquote, stepping on somebody's toes, you know. So, and this really harkens back to the whole collaborative healthcare model being a threat to some entrenched interests. And I think that it's very important that we speak up and we speak our stories and we say, you know what, yeah, this has happened to me too. Um, I've experienced something similar and enough is enough. You know, and I would really particularly reach out to um, Arizona nurses. We happen to have um, been the recipient of many, many stories this last week from many Arizona nurses who wish, unfortunately, out of uh, fear to remain anonymous, who've said, you know, they corroborate what's going on. They say, listen, you know, this is a bad culture here for nurses. Nurses are, uh, you know, being heavily investigated uh, in in our state for things that um, maybe they shouldn't be getting investigated for, uh, almost double the rate of uh, New Mexico, their neighboring state, uh, which is pretty fascinating. Um, And, you know, I I think some of the culture in Arizona might need to change, so I would really want to invite your Arizona nurses who um, may be feeling uh, a little bit of fear and just wanting to kind of keep your head down Listen, we're respecting people's privacy. You can contact us, but we do need to hear your stories. I, I think it's important that this gets out there. We're in contact with the media. Um, we'll get your stories told in a way that um, will not come back to you. Yes, exactly. Right, yeah. right. in a way that honors you. Right, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, because that's ultimately what we want to do. But, yes, I mean, if you have feel, if you feel beaten down, as a profession does feel beaten down, I mean, we're nurses. Bring those bleeding wounds to us, mm-hmm. and we will... We will take care of that. We will lift up. We will lift this profession up. We will elevate. Please um, join the Nurse Up cause. Uh, I mean, we're serious. We are here to stay. We are not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. Well said. Well said. 
Well, how much time do we have left, my friend? Uh, ten yeah. minutes. We've got a whole ten minutes left. I think that uh, you're up, buddy. Oh, dear. Well, one thing I'd like to bring in here, and I'm sort of changing the subject at the moment from what we've been talking about, is that speaking about self-care, uh, my wife and I, my wife Mary, um, who's also a coach, we're leaving a week from today at 6 o'clock in the morning for a one-week couples retreat on the Pacific coast of Mexico. And one reason we're doing that is because we really need to take care of ourselves. And as coaches and I'm a nurse and Mary's a caregiver, we feel like we need that time for ourselves. And it's a stretch for us on some levels, but on another level, it's exactly what we need to do. So I'll be gone for the next three shows um, while we're um, taking care of ourselves down down in Mexico. So in my place, we're going to have a guest co-host, and she's my good friend Jeannie Bertoli, Dr. Jean Bertoli, and she is a psychotherapist who specializes in high-conflict couples. Get that, high-conflict couples. And Don't we will be welcome. That's right. <laughs> Maybe my wife's going to call in from our couples right. retreat in Mexico. Um, but Jeannie will be on the show as a co-host for the next three weeks. Uh, she'll be joining in on the conversation. And during the second half of the show, we're going to allow her to take calls from our listeners um, who have relationship questions. And these can be questions about your primary relationships, about your relationships with colleagues, bosses, supervisors, parents, siblings. It doesn't have to be just love relationships. And this is very important for nurses, actually, because when we take care of our relationships, even our relationships at home, it helps us to be better nurses on the floor and at the bedside and wherever else we practice nursing, even if we're yoga nurses. Right. So that's right. So I'm really, um, so I'm, I just want to say I'm really touched that while my wife and I are off nurturing our relationship in our 23-year marriage, Jeannie will be here taking your calls to nurture your relationships. Yes. I'm so excited about this segment. You have no idea. It's going to be great. And, and part of that, too, uh, I did want to kind of put that disclaimer out there. Uh, if you do call in, uh, please let us know if you do want to remain anonymous, if you don't want to um, you know, put your name out there or anything like that. We certainly do respect that. We are nurses. We will we'll respect that. We're not going to judge you or think ill of you. Um, and so I think I just that just kind of crossed my mind. I wanted to just put that out there for all of you uh, who may call in over the next couple of shows. That's right. Well said, Kevin. Awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, guys, I think that just about wraps our show up. I want to so very much again thanks uh, give thanks to Annette Tercini for the yoga nurse for coming on and spending uh, so much of her time with us and giving us so much of her energy and her fantastic wisdom. Um, it's just such a pleasure having Annette with us, and uh, I want to thank everybody in the chat room as well as on Tweet Chat, and uh, just for spending the last two hours with us. We really appreciate your time. We appreciate your support. Um, you are the reason we do this. Thank you so very much. Yeah, thank you. Thanks to everyone. I'll be back in four weeks. I can't believe it. And um, Kevin and Anna, I'm sure you're going to just hold the show. Just It's just going to be great. So I look forward to hearing the recordings later. We will miss you, though, Keith. Don't worry. Oh, we will miss you. You shall be missed. You shall yeah. be well, you might fire there. me after Jeannie's on for three weeks. <laughs> Not at all. Oh, yeah, she's pretty good. <laughs> Not at all. And, uh, and never, feel free. Never. We love you, Keith. 
Yeah, no, and feel Thank free. You. If there's any way you can call into the show, you know, don't have Yeah, to call in from Mexico. That'd be great. We'd yeah. enjoy that. Maybe I will. Maybe yeah. I will. <laughs> or jump on the chat. Like, if you have Internet access or something, you know, jump in the there chat with us. There you go. There you go. All right, guys. Well, it's been fun. And once again, thanks so much out there in uh, on Internet land. Have a great night, and we will see you next Monday. Bye-bye. Good night. Night. Thanks for listening to RN.FM Radio, Nursing Unleashed. Signing off until next Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern.